Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Decide Schematic Advantage. I am Andy, Andy Caps on um, PSN, Steam, everything else. Uh, joined this week by my despondent co-host, Andrew. Hey, it's Bucknuticus on everything. I'm excited for a great uh, first game of the playoffs here when Ohio State plays Clemson. Hope it turns <laughs> out okay. Um, hey, somebody wake up. Somebody wake up, Andrew, and tell him the bad news. Sorry, Andrew. Great. It's uh it's December, what was it date? December 29th, uh 2016. Uh so you know I'm getting ready two days of the game. It's gonna be great. Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right, Mike. Who? Oh, me. You. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mike. Hello. This is going that's great so you, far. That's all that's all you're getting out of me. <laughs> all right. Tom. I'm on focus. I'm focused. I'm not going to say anything horrible. I'm not going to say anything about Najee Harris, except I just said Najee Harris. And uh, He's playing hit me. He's distracted. Yeah. No, I put that on pause. I, right now I'm looking at questions. You're giving us your full dedication. I appreciate it. Yes. yes. All right. We also got Tom. Is it, is it hey, guys. Guess what? We made it to championship week. Well, some of us did anyway. Yeah, Andrew's just joining me, you know, over here. You know, I've been keeping the the bench warm for him. Uh, you know, it's a nice soft bench. There's a lot of padding here because um, I've been spending a lot of time here, so it's convenient <laughs> that there's a lot of padding. Um, yeah, you're like all the way at the end of the bench. We're like six man off the bench right now. All right, so let's just like <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, that, with that score, that that blowout, I think you're I think you're a little closer to me than you think you are. But I guess it was with just one game. All right. I, mean, <clears throat> I guess you don't want to be a Big Ten team with the word "state" in your title. I think you just bad, don't want to be. Bad things happen. I think you just don't want to be a Big Ten team in the playoffs, or just a Big Ten team, especially in a, the East uh, Division in the um, postseason this year. Not, not to. Uh, I'm not. This is not me defending the terrible Big Ten record. This is just a a fun fact I saw. Someone did all the the amount of ranked teams that each conference played in the Big Ten was like double of everyone else in the bowl games, but they still sucked in the in the bowls. So I that's just a. Food Would you fun. like to tell me the? Could you tell me the record of those ranked teams in the bowl games? Do the teams they played? I don't know what the the records they were. No, no, no. The, uh, how, how all the Big Ten teams that were ranked oh, going went, into the bowl games. I don't know what the ranked did. teams' records were. Did any of the, they and the ranked ones win? Was Minnesota ranked? Which Wisconsin won. I think they were the only one. Yeah. Minnesota might have been like high 20s. Were they? No. I don't think they were ranked. I don't think they were, but maybe. They were 8 and 4, I think. Where oh, I was trying man, to go with this good is the... Um, 25 now? Right. Can we even use Minnesota as an example? I mean, they kind of... I mean, coach... Eight and four is good enough to get you into a BCS bowl, apparently. So, what the fuck do I know? Well, it's also, um, I mean, well, it's there's, not the BCS anymore. there's not that many other wins that we can talk about with the Big Ten when we talk about bowl season. So, once you get past like number six or seven, none of them really matter. Yeah. Yeah. That it gets a little muddied, definitely outside the top 10. Luckily, Auburn proved again at the SEC is literally just Bama and no one else. Yeah. How do you lose to Oklahoma? Oklahoma's terrible. Yeah, we lost. We beat them. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. 
I mean, a team uh, that barely wins with uh, with their quarterback uh, breaks his arm. Yeah, they were done. They were probably done anyway, but they were really done. I mean, LSU won. Uh, there was that was pretty good. Man, I gotta tell you, uh, remember last week when the question was who was gonna have more yards? Was it gonna be Geis or uh, Lamar Jackson? We were pretty uh, spot on there, I think. Yeah, I didn't. See, what was it? What, what did we say? I'm pretty sure we all picked Geis. I know I did. I, what, I know I did. What? Uh, well, they, that Lamar Jackson that did not have a game that would be fitting for a Heisman Trophy winner. Wait, are you saying a Heisman Trophy winner underperformed in the postseason? Hold on <laughs> <Yeah>. a second. <laughs> That's never happened before. Um, so, oh, man, 29-9? I didn't realize that was that bad. It was bad. I remember I stopped watching pretty early because you could tell that it was going to get ugly, and I would just check back periodically, and it would was still pretty ugly. To, to be fair, Louisville was just <laughs> devastated from not being ranked in the top four that one week, uh, yeah. halfway through the season. They completely, you know, crushed their whole season. So you watched some of this game. Did you see any of the LSU Alabama game from weeks ago? I saw some of it. I also they, another game I, where it was really boring. That game was really yeah, tough to watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm wondering if LSU kind of went with the same idea. They their defense. They can just bite down. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Them. Yeah, I think that they probably used the same um, plan that I would. I would say that uh, Houston used and and that we we did we used, which is bring a lot of pressure, contain the quarterback, and make him beat you with his arm. But they, man, they were. I don't. They're like Louisville's offensive line is so bad. Like they were in there so fast. Uh, LSU was. Uh, this is just amazing. Yeah, they it were was, really good uh, line. Houston had like what ten sacks, maybe more, against Louisville. I mean, LSU was, got a lot of sacks. I know they had a safety sack uh, on Lamar Jackson. I'm watching it. Yep, I'm, I just I'm watching it right now. Safety sack. I mean, it was so, bad. So I mean, while we're talking about things that are hard to watch, can we just get it out of the way now? Uh, we get out of the way. What what game? No, let's go ahead and uh, let's start with Friday. We'll, we'll, we'll oh, get to you shortly. Oh. <laughs> I want to spend a lot of time on that because it was a great I game too. to watch. I, I felt like. I do too. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about Friday. So, first we had, um, uh, well, yeah, my, my team won. Well, I'll give five seconds. UGA beat uh, TCU 31-23. Um, also, you had Tennessee rank, somehow ranked number 21. Um, they, be, they beat Nebraska 38-24. to <clears throat> and then you had uh, Stanford in a little bit closer game with North Carolina. They won 25 to 23. I think and that ended on like a two point conversion, didn't it? Christian yeah, McCaffrey list. Like Christian McCaffrey list. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then in the, I guess the biggest game. Also, of the day, I want to say uh, like projected number one quarterback pick in the draft, Mitch Trubisky, did not look good. Did he not? He he had uh, 280 he yards, got, but I didn't look at the stat line. But he got he got sacked on the the two point try. In, oh in yeah, that's right, that's right. It ended on that sack. Yeah. Um. Also, we had um. Number six Michigan, losing to the number eleven <laughs> Florida State Seminoles. That was um, a really good game, though. That was it was, it was, it was a good played. fourth quarter. It was you. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I stopped watching for a while because it looked so bad early on, and then. Okay, Michigan came roaring back. They did. Like, like Florida State, Brent, 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 Brent. 
Yeah. Conveniently tweaked his hamstring uh, two days before the game. Oh, I know we're only talking about Friday, but I think this happened after our last podcast. I really want to talk about the Arkansas Virginia Tech game because that was sure. hilarious. I sucked after <laughs> half. I, I, I don't know exactly what happened, so please tell us. So uh, Arkansas was up, uh, I think, 24 to nothing and a half. Yep. And then lost. Uh, I think it was like 35 to 24. Yeah, they didn't score again. Yeah, they never scored again. And they, they turned the ball over like right away twice in a row as soon as the second half started and like Virginia Tech scored. It was it was hilarious. I it, and the funny thing is it was like, you know, it, there was like all foreshadowing earlier on because they were up 24 nothing. And then you see the graphic on on the telecast where it's like uh, first half uh, Arkansas plus 62 in points, second half Arkansas minus 62 in points. And then sure enough, Arkansas, Arkansas. So it was uh, the, the great thing is that game. It was like raining and Brett Bielema was wearing like this whole red, like rain suit. He literally looked like the Western Kentucky Hilltopper. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked like he worked at a car wash or something. <laughs> it was red pants and red top. And then he like, I'm tucked in. So it just looked like one solid thing all the way down. Like a, it was amazing. Red, like a red jelly bean. It was like a, it was like one of those weird, like it was almost like a ski suit type thing. Um, well, it wasn't like a track suit, but it was like insulated. It was like a windbreaker. It was like yeah. a insulated, like it was a, it was a track suit for a larger human being. Yeah. We're going to start calling him was, uh, coach was, track suit. Uh, if it was black, he would have been like in the uh, like in the Russian mob or something. <laughs> I, I know that uh, that Mike likes him some uh, giant bombs. So you're familiar with Doctor Tracksuit? Yes. You can start calling yeah. him Coach Tracksuit, I guess. Fat face Tracksuit. Ex coach. Ex coach. Previously head coach. Ex coach. The former. Yeah, I mean, there was actually like there was rumors like, ooh, that might have been. He's gotta yeah. be on the hot seat now. He's, he's, for sure. he, he's, he's under a 500 uh, record now at Arkansas, yeah. and Houston Nutt was over 500 when he was fired, <clears throat> for what it's worth. I mean, he, um, he, had, he had to clean up a lot of uh, Petrino's kind of mess and change all that, but he kind of never really... He hasn't continued. done much else. Just kind of, that's it. Right. Yeah, he's kind of stagnated, and they're not a second-half team. So... No. <clears throat> Let's um, kind of move on to. Yeah, sorry. We can go back to Friday. We can go back to the Michigan Florida yeah, State game. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about how Virginia Tech Arkansas was hilarious. I think I'm, I might have like whispered Arkansas. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't know um, how much we want to say, but um, Florida State was way up, and then Michigan kind of somehow came, came back, back into it and made it a game. Oh, and, and, was, then, and then there was like the weirdest kickoff yeah. return that somehow almost. Went for a touchdown. Well, it's like they, they, Florida State scores like what 20 seconds left, and then they blocked the extra point, uh, yeah. returned it for two. So then yeah. Michigan is down one, and then returned the ball for like 50 yards. Well, anyway. I was talking about though, I was talking about the Florida State return where the guy was like, I don't know if I should return this. Oh, I'll return it. And then he just, you know, goes like 60, 70 yards, and that sets up their winning score. But yeah, and then the extra point is blocked and, and returned for two. And you're like, well, this is. And they get a good uh, kick return. Yeah. How do they not win? How do hmm. they not win? How how do they not? Actually, how did they not win? <laughs> I don't um, I, I don't. Spade is not the kind of yeah. Spade's looked like garbage. He's not uh, the kind of quarterback that's gonna give you game winning drives. I don't think it was like an interception. He just kind of like one, two, three, four, done. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Iowa broke him. Yeah. Mm. 
that's impressive. Um, so but if you hear Michigan fans tell you they would have given Clemson a better game, I just true. Know that's even possible. <laughs> who who is the, would you tell us so? Who is, who is the announcer for that game? Was it was Jesse Palmer there? I don't uh, think I, so. I, I vaguely remember one of the announcers specifically thinking that well, maybe because Peppers isn't in the it's causing his. Oh yeah, yeah. that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Who was Spade through a bad pass and he goes, well, maybe it's because, you know, Peppers is hurt and it's, you know, affecting the rest of the team. And I was like, all right, okay. I, I'm, I'm muting this for the rest of the game. So I was, I was driving to, when that game like first started, I was driving to B-dubs because we were going to watch the UFC fight and I was listening to ESPN radio and there was a couple long passes that Florida State gets completed early. Yeah. And the commentators in ESPN said, this is really where Michigan misses Peppers. And I was like, dude literally doesn't cover anyone, nor does he ever drop back. But so, that's like that's still not even as bad as like Spate missing a pass and they're them saying it's because Peppers is not in. Right. Hey, he would have probably ran the ball for like five <laughs> touchdowns on the first play alone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That dreaded eighteen point play. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Saturday. Uh, we will get to Andrew's game in a minute. But hey, wasn't, there a new, wasn't there a noon game on Saturday? I can't yeah, that, yes. that was the LSU game. Well, there were two actually. Oh yeah, there were two. Yeah, the uh, Georgia Tech and Kentucky, in which oh, yeah. Mark Stoops lost his mind, uh, <laughs> complaining oh, to I the officials. That. Yeah, it's, he it's was something um, about like a door that kind of mysteriously came off hinges. <clears throat> yeah, he um, apparently he may have been yelling or throwing things at the refs, like a door in the locker room or something. I I don't know. Um, was he mad about cup loss? <clears throat> Well, I, he he didn't say that he he um. He's a Stoops brother, so honestly, I'm not sure what his excuse was, but there there was um, I think there was I know there was at least one chop block called. Um, the the problem is that it Georgia Tech is almost like um what Richard it's like Sherman pass interference. says. You do it every play. Exactly. Just, it's like call, what um, call every once in a while, who cares? Right. So it's like, it's like Richard Sherman says at the Seahawks, he's like, if I hold on every play, like they're, they're never going to call it. But if I only do it every now and then, then of course I'm going to get called. Yeah. So, so he holds on every, you know, that that's just his style. That's what he does. So I think that they, that they do it so much that the lines are blurred as to the officials, not really knowing the, you know, which one is a chop block and which one is a cut block. Which obviously a chop block is a difference when you're engaged with uh, with one guy low and somebody goes high at you. The good news is if you're if your D line is big enough, it's not going to make a difference. You're just going to because their their offensive line is tiny. Mm-hmm. If you just bowl them over, you're, it's not going to matter. Right. But I will let them have their chop blocks every play as long as the refs aren't calling uh, offensive linemen downfield for us. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's something that officials are really bad at in general. I think is the um, they uh, they calling that one. I know they missed one in the Penn State uh, USC game that was pretty egregious. As far as I understand, they called one that shouldn't have been called against Alabama, unless they called the wrong number. I only do that from time to time. Yeah, that has happened. So yeah, Georgia Tech beat Kentucky thirty-three to eighteen. At the same time, you also had. Number twenty LSU taking on number thirteen Louisville. Um, yeah, the Lamar Jackson show never really got off the ground. He, um, gosh, I don't even know what the 
stats were, but I know they were pretty bad. Like not great. They it's were like not great. Twenty ninety nine is the score. That That's correct. Yeah, thank you. Uh, sorry, I was having a bit of a cough. I um, I've been sick now for about a week, so voice is um, a little bit uh, precarious at this point. So, I, I think we've gone through most of the games here. Let's go ahead and talk about the um, the least exciting game of the day, which was Washington and um, Alabama. Uh, was it? Was it? Mm. I guess it depends who you talk mm. to. I mean, <laughs> so it's what we thought well, would be I the least to, exciting but, game. Well, Put, put this way, it was what four teams overall. I guess only one really did any offense. Yeah, I was going to say only True. at least our game had one team that had offense. Well, let, let's talk about this. So ours had like three quarters of an offense combined. Maybe ours had one guy that had offense. Yeah. yeah, and then a whole bunch of um. Okay, so anyway, let's just jump into yeah. it. So Alabama beat Washington twenty-four to seven, but that wasn't really the whole story. The story of the game was pretty much. Um, weird passing plays being called by Lane Kiffin and not being executed. And I believe before halftime, um, Alabama had 57 yards of passing or something like that. I remember that number on my screen. What, at halftime? That's what we eat. That's the final. Oh, was that the final? 57 yards the whole game. Okay, never mind. So that was, that was it, the final. It was 57 it's, yards. It's, it's, it, everyone has the same thought and it, even i had it at the time that like we're passing we're doing these weird little gimmick passing plays right but when you look at the final stats and maybe we might have like had some pass plays that <laughs> he just didn't throw and ran we only had like 14 pass attempts which is i think a i'm wondering if line. they're I'm, i mean if you're running rpos and he chooses to pass it i mean that's not the offensive yeah. coordinator's fault yeah, i mean yeah i feel like he had the opposite problem where he ended up running it a lot of times and Hertz was not super effective running the ball. No, he in this had game. maybe maybe two decent runs. Right. I re- I remember a lot of him just trying to kind of dance around and try to buy time and, and then and and might and, and get stuff the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I guess he would like um end up, you know, dance around 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage and then then decide to pull the ball down and then get 8 yards of it back so he has a 2-yard loss and then they're coming up with um Second and long or third and long, yeah. then they get it to I, I, I hear that and, it's uh, it's kind of been, and I don't know, I don't watch enough Alabama games, but that he's had a problem making the wrong reads on read options. I've noticed a few myself, yeah. Um, I mean, Lane Kiffin's kind of implied that they kind of went in with the game plan of like, well, we're not going to really test the outside corners because they they they've got pretty good outside corners. I think one or both are going to NFL early. I don't. Baker's a safety, I think, but um, I can't remember the other guys, like a Carter or, or a Williams. Baker's definitely a, going pro. Yeah. Uh, so basically, just we're not going to attempt to go outside or really over the top. We're not going to risk an interception. And well, it kind of worked. I mean, we won, but it was it was kind of it was ugly. Yeah, it was an I, ugly game. A, a lot, a lot of like bootleg play action passes where as soon as he turns around, that one edge guy from Washington was always like right there, and, and that was never clean for like any kind of passing attempts. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Alabama's defense does what Alabama's defense does. Yeah, you think about it. If, if there wasn't that pick six at the very end of the half, 
I mean, they're going to the half 10-7. Washington's probably a lot more confident, and they're not. Yeah, the final would end up, what, 17-7? Yeah. I mean, but even still, like, you've got to feel pretty broken as a team, like, being within three points and then just giving Alabama a free touchdown right before the half. So, I, I mean, who knows how it would have gone. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they would have scored again, but I don't know. I'm trying to think when, when's the first sign of the what I call, like, the frozen headlight quarterback. It was, yeah. like, late third quarter, early fourth. Like, one pressure ran up the middle, and he froze. That kind of stutter, and he just kind of buckled. It's like, yeah, it's over. How many uh, non-offensive touchdowns did Bama have? I know there was at least one. I think it was just it, one. Just one in the game, yes. Okay. Uh, I think there might have been a fumble recovered. but Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that uh, Bo ended up with uh, Bo Scarborough ended up with a ten and a half um, yards per carry. I believe was the that was the that was the uh, it, it kind of blew my mind that I think it was one hundred and eighty three yards on the day, and that's I mean that's a real good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it surprised me that that's Alabama's bowl record for a single player. One hundred eighty three yards. It's like I, I can't believe we've been to like eight hundred bowl games in the history. Yeah, about 180 yards is a lot of yards. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, as offenses have been exploding, I mean, you see players with 200 yards back-to-back games. Well, like, yeah, but you guys generally go. Time. You guys generally go to like BCS games. It's not like you're going to like nobody bowls where you yeah. can run up the score on terrible teams. I mean, Eddie Lacy didn't run for it against Notre Dame that year. That would have been the year for him. But. Right. Yeah, he ended up um, <clears throat> 19 carries for 180 yards versus uh, Jalen Hurts had 19 carries for 50 yards. Yeah. So he had a lot of lost uh, yardage in there, I'm assuming, which kind of subtracted from some of his positive rushes. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had one uh, Hurts had a long of uh, 33 yards. Yeah. So that's pretty much that game. Um, so after the game, um, it became – Yeah, something may have happened. And that was that um, it, it was reportedly a mutual decision that uh, Kiffin would would not coach in the um, championship game. And um, mm-hmm. so does anybody actually believe that that was a mutual decision? No. no. When, it, when anyone ever says <laughs> it's a mutual decision, it's not a mutual decision. Right. Also, when you hear when you hear Kiffin talk about it, it's pretty obvious what happened. Yeah, it's like he kept talking and bringing up some. Uh, I'm gonna stick around and help anywhere I can. Yeah, where they're that, like, he's like, we're trying to see if uh, I can still be there for the national championship, and Saban's like, nope. Yeah, yeah. The first time they asked Saban, he's like, no, that's that's kind of illegal, and we never really, we wouldn't even think of like trying to ask. Well, the NCAA actually said today that he is not allowed to be at the game on the sideline yep. or anything like that. At some point, Saban's going to write an amazing, or not Saban, Kiffin's going to write an amazing tell-all book, and I'm like pre-ordering that shit and like read it all day one because it's going to be great. Yep, I will also be there day one. Because it'll be like, you have the Tennessee stuff, you have the USC stuff, you have the Alabama stuff. God knows what's going to happen in South Florida now. Oh, yeah. Also the Raiders stuff. I'd like to hear about what happened with, uh, who's their old crazy owner? The Al, Al, Davis. Al Davis. Yeah, I'm sure there's some good stories there. I, uh, I really need to like track down the video of his little press conference. It's like he's sitting in this, this like high school science room, just beige walls. <laughs> he's, he's got like a projector, like an old school projector, and he's doing 
just putting like what you know the little slides or whatever they used to be called and he's just like going over note by note and then Kevin's a liar and God, it was, you feel it was like, funny at the time you feel like he probably like grew up like his dad just yelled at him all the time he's just been trying to prove him wrong for like years he's like oh, I'll show you dad <laughs> he's like damn it boy I'll show you money <laughs> <laughs> damn it Bobby <laughs> so anyway um so kiffin's gonna be taking his talents to uh south beach now i believe or wherever wherever I, it is sure i can't south imagine he is. wouldn't get in get into any trouble down there yeah and well apparently uh so the so this mutual decision which we all know it wasn't saban told him he's like he's like all right i've had enough of your crap because this this followed this was the same week after an in-depth article came out with um, Sports Illustrated with uh, things Pete Them Themel Pete Themel however you pronounce that. Um, <clears throat> followed him around for a couple days while he's trying to get situated in his new. Uh, he's trying to find a house down there, and this is a really interesting interview. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't think Kiffin's grown up at all. He may have lost his wife and his his kids, but he's still the same. Just essentially like a frat boy. You know, party and whatever. The forty-year-old frat boy. The forty-year-old yeah. frat boy. Um, so anyway, he they asked him uh, about his uh, about his good memories in um, in uh, Tuscaloosa, and he's he said, "I don't have any good memories. I you know just just ass chewings." And uh, I I don't think that went over well, according to Brett McMurphy at ESPN, and also the um, there was also a comment about how he was in Tuscaloosa for three years, but it in um but it's more like in dog years. He said it's more it was more like twenty one years is what it felt like. So um not not I can't very imagine nice any comments. coordinator has a good time under under Saban. Well yeah, sure, but it's like you it, you're it you haven't learned anything. Like you're you're still yeah, you're still going on going out there running off your mouth like you did with Tennessee when you talked about how you didn't trust no, no, those no, people. I'm not to... saying he was justified to saying anything. I'm saying the way he felt, it wouldn't surprise me if every coordinator felt that way. Yeah. It's just, the thing is like, you don't, you don't say that in an interview. Like, of course everybody's going to yeah. be like, yeah, Saban's a, a jerk, you know? Um, you know, it was really long well, hours. He doesn't like tell us how much he loves us and how much he appreciates us. You know, he just expects us to get the job done. But like, he he could have said what he said on Feinbaum the other day, which was where he was pretty much backtracking and talking about how how great of an opportunity it was and how much he appreciated everything. And he took know. the high road. Yeah. He he tried to take the high road, yeah. Afterwards, and he said it was all you know, it was all his idea and all this stuff. Man, I have a anyway. hard time believing, or you not believing, but like McElwain. I don't. McElwain was so even killed. And kind of lazy, or not lazy, blase, kind of just, yeah, yeah. That I don't, I don't know if anything Saban might have said. I don't know if Saban would ever go off on him because like Kiffin has that like, like the attitude where it's like it. Oh, you see him on, talk back to like Saban on the sideline. I mean, yeah. he's like pointing at the scoreboard and stuff. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> it's like you knew it was coming. It just, it just took like two years. Right. Saving was like enough. Yeah, I I think that Kiffin the Kiffin experiment could be. Um, yeah, I would love to to get some inside baseball on on what the dynamic yeah. was like between Saban and Kiffin, 
Anyway, let, let's move on past this game and talk about the game. Did, that, you uh, talk, did you want to even talk about Sark and that whole? Well, there. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why, I mean, why don't you talk about it? Well, I'll, I'll ask. Okay, being that they're you know very similar in you know history, same college, same uh, mentor under Carroll, similar kind of play styles, maybe little differences like one might call the run more. How bad of an idea was it to do this the week before a national championship game? Terrible I don't, idea. I don't think it makes a difference, honestly. I mean, yeah, I don't think that anything that Saban does is is um, is uncalculated. If anything else, it seems like uh, Kiffin was frustrated because he's more spur of the moment and experiments during games, and Saban doesn't want you experimenting Wait, during his ball game. He wants put, you to do what works. Let's put it this way. It's not a good idea. <laughs> Well, it's not ideal. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I just like I said, I don't, I, I don't think it'll matter. I think the only thing that I, will change our tendencies. I mean, it's not like they're going to implement a new yeah, offensive scheme. I don't think they're going to add new plays. There's, there's not enough time. I just to do any of me, that. To me, it's like rock and a hard place. You got a, a coach that definitely is not really interested because the last two play calling games, like even Florida, even scoring fifty on Florida, it really didn't look that great when you really looked at it. There were a couple non-offensive touchdowns, weren't there? In that, yes, yeah, at yeah, least, which at least one, but or no, I'm sorry, two. You had the punt or punt block. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like it's the, not ideal, so they could but keep them, but it's not not the ideal. But I feel like Saban thought I mean, that. Do you think it was a play calling that was the issue, or I mean, well, I think it was I mean, everything. A, a, he had a fourth. I think it was a fourth down play that. The way you looked at it blocked, it was like a, it was going to be a run going left to right, go outside, and it was it was blocked right, and it would have worked. But instead of having a running back run it, they put a receiver at running back and let the receiver run it, and he doesn't run the right, you know, run, and he kind of like jukes in the middle and right to the right into the teeth of the defense, and it's drive over. Who puts a running back on a fourth down play as a running back? It's a good question. Lane Kiffin, Lane Lane Kiffin, Kiffin I guess. Would. I don't know. It felt like to me during the game, I, I just felt like like it was frustrating for me to watch, and I'm not even a fan. I, I just felt like he was just trying to be too cute with the play calls and try to do I – don't, I don't know. It, it seemed like he wasn't wanting to do simple things that you would think would work against that defense, you know? Or when you see that one, like one or two plays from Scarborough, right? Like, oh shit, that guy's like more of that. Yeah, but I mean, you, I, I'm sure that you don't expect every run to go like that. Yeah. Well, except you, when it when it works when they to, when they had Eddie Lacy a couple it. years ago, they they ran like for instance Georgia. in the 2012 SEC championship game, uh, they they ran Eddie Lacy down our throats on like six straight plays because it was working. It didn't matter, and they, they didn't even change it. It was straight up the middle, and we couldn't stop it because the team was gassed at that point. It was like the third or fourth quarter. And, and the, uh, the, op- <clears throat> the offense corner out of that year? I th- McElwain or Nussmeyer? 12. That might have been Nussmeyer because I was thinking it was McElwain because McElwain was not afraid to, like, oh, this is working. We'll just keep running until it doesn't. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like it, until it stops working, like, like, why would you change it? I mean – I don't know. Yeah. All right. I guess probably enough. So, yeah. so, all right. I'll be playing Hitman. See you guys later. All, all right. right let's talk. get to Andrew's corner here. 
Andrew, <laughs> turn your mic back on. I'm here. We gotta talk to you. Huh? What are we talking about? Hmm? We're gonna hey, talk you guys about this. Remember when, Gold, remember when Golden State blew a 3 1 lead versus the Cavs? That was pretty <laughs> good, huh? You guys must have made a deal with the devil to never do anything well in Ohio ever again. Remember when the Blue Jackets won 16 straight games and are going for the NHL record tomorrow? That was pretty good. Who are the Blue Jackets? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. They are a professional hockey team based out of Columbus, Ohio. Are they like oh. really professional? Or are they like... They're in first place in the NHL right now. I think this is the best they've ever done this late in the season. I didn't what? know there was like I, it's just shocking to me that there's like a national team base out of a city like Columbus. what is in, in a <laughs> Columbus is a big city. All right. I mean, you wouldn't think that like Cleveland or Cincinnati would get the team first. No, because Columbus is a bigger city than both of them. I didn't know that. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Columbus is like what? the 15th biggest city in the United States. Yeah, it's a pretty big city. All right. It why probably it not, why would it have, have a football team. Well, it probably would have if it, they didn't have uh, the freaking Browns uh, and Bengals. Yeah. Well, no, a football team wouldn't last in Columbus because of Ohio State. No, nah, it would be fine. Team. It would be fine. They've talked. They've talked about bringing an NBA team here for a while. Um, they're they're always on the dock if the NBA expands that Columbus is like one of the top five cities they'd move to. What about a baseball team? Uh, we have the Clippers. <laughs> Who? That's a. They minor were the Yankees. It's the minor league team, the AAA. They were the Yankees farm team for a long time. Yeah, if you're the biggest city in the state, why don't you have a baseball team? Uh, I think because baseball doesn't expand. First of all. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Anyway, so sports teams from Columbus did not do well in the college football playoffs this weekend. Clemson True. put a butt whipping for the ages, uh, 31 to nothing on an Ohio State Buckeyes team. Not the Ohio State Buckeyes team, but just <laughs> an Ohio State Buckeyes team. Um. So yeah, it was um, it was pretty thorough domination. Just some uh, some stats here that'll give you a slight. I'm Newton. Slight. Yeah. <laughs> slight. I, little, I, have, uh, I have issues with their, especially Ohio State's stats. And wait, okay. Let me yeah, let's back yeah. up here before we go to the stats. I'm actually kind of surprised I, about some of this. Let me do my little rant here. Okay. Um, so, the defense played, I thought, very well for like the. The, for the first three quarters, they played great. I mean, as best you can have them do when they're in putting shit position all game, shit uh, field position. And, you know, they picked off Deshaun, I think, twice in the first half, or at least they picked him off on his, like, first, that first drive they picked him off. It was his second pass, I think. Yeah. And it, second you know, it was like, right at that point, you're like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. This is great. Uh, defense, I thought, played, played well. Uh, offense, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Uh, Mike Weber had five carries all game. Someone did a stat breakdown. Mike Weber's like yards per carry and yards after contact and uh, times tackled in the backfield were better than Zeke's last year. And we gave him the ball five times all game. We didn't okay, get carry. Forty of those times. Forty percent of those times he fumbled it. Yeah, that, two I times. Mean, <laughs> so I'm not gonna argue that, but we, I think I think it got in his head that he just like wasn't getting the ball. We had. Our other running, our other kind of running back, Curtis Samuel's got six carries. So your two guys who carry the ball the most got eleven carries. I, I, All right. So Ohio State doesn't have any other running backs. It's basically uh, JT Barrett. Yeah, he had, he had yeah, eleven. Barrett. Oh, he had eleven for minus two yards. The frustrating thing is 
is the off the offensive coordinator who's calling the plays. I, I don't know who it was at this point. It was probably um, uh, Warner, the water the boy at that point, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the last I don't know. Ever since I'm trying to even like pinpoint it. Ever since probably the Minnesota game. We play Minnesota this year. I don't know. It was one where it was windy out at Ohio State. It was the last time I saw good play calling. Uh, they're not putting the team, or they're not putting JT in a position to 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 win. Uh, I mean, I was watching. I rewatched like the first half of that game on like the Spider Cam because ESPN had it. All the wide receivers are running like eight yard routes, seven yard routes, and then just turning around looking for the ball because that was what the play was called. And Clemson was just playing down on his own on that a lot. And JT had nowhere to go with it because he was not getting any time. Uh, it, I mean, we started throwing the ball deep there at the end. We got those those two little pass interference calls. But I wish we would have done a little bit earlier. Joe Flacco well, I will specials. Say, I will say that the only reason you got those those inter, uh, those pass interference calls is because he underthrew it and the wide well, receiver had to come back. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't think they they the last at least the last two games versus Michigan and versus Clemson they did not put JT in a position to win the play call has been asked the wide receivers have been asked for the most part outside of uh the Oklahoma game where they looked like you know Noah Brown looked like an absolute monster he's going to be like the next coming of one of the best wide wide receivers it's had in the last decade and then he fell off the wagon so i don't know what the deal is uh but the offense left a lot to be desired and it also makes you think that of how quick the Tim Beck was out, which was rumored before the game, and it was rumored too that uh, Warner was going to be leaving after the season. That they already hired two people of like, how if you know, I'm not making excuses, but if any of that came into their head of like, well, fuck this, if we're not going to be here after the season, who really cares? You know, kind of like a Kiffin mentality, right? But yeah. could, could explain it because, uh, yeah, things that stood out to me, Ohio State ran the ball 23 times, like I said, I think. Half of it is JT Barrett, and the and the other half is split between those two two running backs. I mean, most of those brushes for JT Barrett were him getting hit in the backfield, yeah. running for his life. I'm just saying, 23 times the whole game. The next lowest game in their entire season in running attempts was against Penn State, a loss, and that was 40 times. Right. So here's here's the thing, though. I, I think that the running stats were really low because they had a lot of three and outs. Well, yeah, absolutely, but. I mean, I'm not taking any away from Clemson. Clemson played, like, their defense played amazing. Deshaun got it together after he threw those two picks pretty early. Um, I, You know, I was impressed with Clemson's D-line. I was really impressed with. Yeah, I'm just saying they had 33 pass attempts, which is about online for uh, season highs. So you had just to do it more. I mean, <laughs> you had to because we were down. Also, you can't miss two fucking field goals. Yeah, I when you guys got that first pick, and then um, I was, you know, I was like, man, they're in good shape. This is gonna be a bad start for us, and you couldn't even get a first down. In fact, I think you, well, I don't think you went backwards, but like you had that, you know, honestly, had that third and one um, on that on that drive after the interception, and then um, you guys tried to do a run. I guess it was a sweep with JT Barrett, and he just got blown up in the backfield. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I mean, unless our D line gets tired, I don't know how they're going to put together any type of offense because and they kept calling that stupid sweep call or like the little pop out pass to Sir Samuels all game, and it didn't. I don't think it worked once the entire game. They must have called it eight times. Yeah, but you, you yeah. know, like the D line was like in the backfield almost instantly on a lot of those running plays, and it was just it didn't help. I don't know what our, you do. It didn't help our best or second best offensive lineman got hurt when that 
first first few series as he was yeah. out. I mean, the, and, but the and, right side of the line sucked ass all year. So yeah, I was gonna say they've generally kind of been kind of average at best at times. I know Penn State had a lot of success. I think Michigan might have had success. Did Michigan State have success? Like tackles for loss and sacks. They didn't have a ton of sacks, but they were getting decent pressure. I mean, against Clemson, uh, running three point eight yards a carry. I mean, that's that's I think a season low, but it's close to like some of their other lows. It, it wasn't like a aberration. Keep 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 in mind that it would have been way lower if they didn't get that one big run at the end of the game. Yeah, the no. sixty four yard run that was oh, basically yeah. all of yeah. Curtis Samuel's oh, okay. yards. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they finished with eighty-eight. So Curtis yeah. didn't do anything. So, like, yeah, rem- rem- you were like, talking about this, Mike. You were like, I'm pretty sure that tripled the rushing yards. Uh yeah. Okay. All right. It like it. We kept doing the same thing. It was like pound your head against you know the wall and expecting something different to happen every single time, and it didn't. Well, was that like a was that like a season best running defense for Clemson? No, maybe. I know we held Georgia Tech under a hundred. I'm pretty sure. Which yep. is pretty impressive since they don't run the ball or that they since yeah. they don't pass the ball. But I'm trying to look on the bright side here. This team was ahead of schedule. I guess so I had to find some silver line from this. This team shouldn't even been in the playoff hunt this year at all, and somehow they made it. Um, a lot of them are coming back. We've only had three guys declare. I think one more actually just to, said he was staying while we were on podcasting. We're just waiting on was one that, more was corner. It, was it Lattimore? Lattimore still decided the one defensive end has uh, said that he's staying. So Lattimore and well, Samuels is, hasn't decided either. So Lattimore and Samuel have to decide, but everyone's kind of saying Samuel's going to come back. So Lattimore, I will say, is, will be gone most likely. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it's like from, was it SpongeBob of uh, who's yeah. the manager? He's like, he's like, what is he in events? Squidward. Yeah. He's like an event looking like sad. While I guess everyone else is having fun. Yeah, they're they're free. Basically, yeah, they're, they're like. free. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm excited to see what JT can do with like an actual offensive coordinator because we saw what he could do when Tom Herman was the coordinator. He actually looked like a competent quarterback. So uh, hopefully, you, his senior season. You guys have? Be. Did you guys get a new one? Or are you? Yeah. No, we hired. So they hired uh, Kevin Wilson, who was Indiana's uh, head coach, the one who just got fired for the, uh, the player abuse things. Uh, so hopefully that's <laughs> that wasn't ever actually proven, but hopefully you know it probably did happen. But hopefully they get that in control. Uh, but I'm trying to look trying to look past that. Hopefully it wasn't as big deal. Maybe he just pushed a player like Bob Knight or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, that's, he's, yeah. He's, he's somehow he somehow made Indiana a competent offense. I mean they led they led the Big Ten in points and yards. The I think this after the second year he was there. But, so. but what do you get? What what about that whole Indiana defense? I mean, are you going to let that happen? <laughs> yeah, I said, I said I had mentioned that someone. There was a bunch of people up. They hired him. A bunch of people on like Twitter were like, but they're like, we got high, we got Indiana's offensive coordinator, head coach. They did really good offense. They're like, yeah, well, their defense sucked ass. I'm like, yeah, he's the offensive coordinator. Who cares? <laughs> we still got a defense. We still got Shiano, who made that secondary amazing this year. Maybe and you could just get uh, maybe you could get Brady Hoke to come in and fix your defense and your offense. <laughs> well, we'll I make think it so um, we'll make our offense so bad it'll loop back around to be good again. Nice. Make Ohio State's offense great again. But mad props to Clemson, Tom. Uh defense played great. Watson played great. So yeah, yeah. He, he got it together. That's the nice thing about Watson. He can screw it up early, but he seems to generally bounce back pretty 
He played decent. Well. Yeah. Well, now, now that we've um, now that we've wrapped up Andrew's moral victory corner, do you have any um, any observations on the game, Tom? Uh, like I was saying, um, that I mean, the first drive, I think they went three and out anyway. But that's that drive after the our first interception, where um, they had a third and one and couldn't get a first, and in fact got a loss. Um, I think it was at that point. Um, I was like, I don't think their offensive line can handle our defensive line at all. And I was, though I didn't say anything, I was pretty confident that it, it probably wasn't even going to be a close game. Um, I didn't think we were going to blank them, but um, D-line definitely came to play. So that was nice. Um, I know that we, our defense had given up a lot of points uh, in the weeks towards the end of the season and maybe even earlier on too. Um, I think just like last year, um, they just needed some rest. I think having that month off really um, helped the defense a lot. Um, and like I said, same thing happened last year right before the playoffs. People were complaining how we were giving up a lot of points to a lot of teams, and then uh, we did. they did well in the, in the playoffs. Or at least against Oklahoma. Nice. Um, okay. Well, yeah, it seemed a uh, great game for Clemson. Not so great game for Ohio State. I um, Yeah, I think Ohio State... <clears throat> as fun as it is to kind of point and laugh at how it didn't work out right for them. They have a super young team and um, with as much talent as they have and with pretty much everybody coming back, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them <clears throat> challenging for the playoffs again. For those four or five guys we talked about. Right, yep. right. And most of those are defense, right? Like second, yeah, they're like all linebacker. secondary and the linebacker. Right, but that, I know you're you're gonna have like four and five star, you know, backups. Yeah. Do they have like decent playing time? Have they been? You know, uh, I'm not. I'm not super concerned about the secondary because we had a lot of rotation there. Uh, I don't know who we're gonna get to replace Hooker right now, but Hooker was kind of weird because no one had ever heard of him before this season, and then he kind of just burst onto the scene, and now he's gone already. And you're kind of like, but you were only here for like one year, and you feel like cheated. Because he was yeah. like so amazing this year, and you feel so bad. You're like, we had something. You're only a sophomore. It's like welcome to the yeah. Bama problem, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruben Foster, one of the best linebackers, apparently. No, he's real good. He is good. And I, I, I think he might have played a, like decent amount last year, but it, this is like his main year. And someone had a specific saying about how good Ruben Foster was in the thread. It was the. Yeah, oh yeah, why? <laughs> whatever. Trying to get us in trouble, Andrew. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it said it said someone who said it was like the best linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? All right. Uh, do we want to talk about the games next week, or or um, the game, the game next week, or do we want to yeah, talk about the like, questions the first? Game. Let's do the game. Let's do the game. <clears throat> Let's do the game. All right. Who's gonna win? Go. All right. So. Uh, my, my heart wants to say Clemson, but my head says don't bet against Saban. <laughs> um, I wouldn't call it heart, but I would say like that, that first gut instinct says uh, like Clemson, Clemson will probably pull it out because it's like a flip side of the revenge factor. It's the flip side of like Alabama against Florida years ago. And it's like, they've now started coming out, you know, you know, Clemson has basically just haven't really cared much about what they they're doing the regular season because it's in the back of their mind it's it's Alabama 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 and well, here it is and you know their offensive performance was great last year you, you know 
against more or less the same defensive players. A few, you know, a few, a few that are no longer there at Alabama. Uh, on top of, you know, the offense is kind of stag, you know, become stagnant the last month or like maybe the last two months, really. Uh, but similar, you know, I, I can't count out Saban in, in championship games. Is Sark coaching from the booth or the sideline? I don't know yet. How weird is it that Kiffin coaches from the sideline as the offensive play caller? Play, play caller? I think Kiffin, the first – it might have just been one game, but like a, sometime in his first season, he, he did coach from the booth. So weird to see him on the sideline. He wants uh, everybody Chad to see Morris him. used to do that when he was the OC. Uh, he was also the quarterback's coach, so I don't know if he wanted to be down there to talk to the quarterback and, and whatever after after each drive. And, and I know Sark was in the booth because this season because he couldn't be on the sideline. He was not an assistant. He was. A, but an, he could have the alcohol up there too. So yeah, <laughs> he definitely had a can of Skull or some kind of tobacco product in his pants. Because oh, you know he had he had the hotel bottles of um, or airline bottles of vodka with him. Oof. But uh. So I do not know if he'll be on the field or not. Um, let's see. I was thinking of the thing that popped in my mind, and I was, I thought about bringing it up. And yes, it's the playoffs and the bowl games. They've had the month off, so Clemson, you know, you can't really predict anything by what they've done in the season. But it definitely seems like games that they've, you know, those tough games, and they've worked themselves up to have real good games, like like against Louisville and against uh, like. Florida State. Florida State, and they've kind of either the week after or very soon after have had like it's cute. Trouble. It's cute that you're calling us a tough game. He didn't say Ohio State. He said Louisville and Florida State. That's what he was alluding to. <laughs> oh. No, no, having a good game against good teams. Yeah. So they get to build themselves up. Well, yeah. the, they there there's never been a situation where they've had two big games in a row. So. At least not the season, so I don't. I don't know if you can use that. Yeah. Hmm. It was something that I definitely picked off of. Uh, I think Joe Clant, he brought it up, and that's kind of why I popped in my mind about it. That my think is maybe, you know, it was good to have Clemson had that blowout game, similar to kind of like what Alabama did against Michigan State last year, and and have troubles. The week after, I'm hoping for like a good victory for Alabama. I'll take, I'll take another like heart attack like last year. We I'll, all know, I'll, 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 you know, I'm definitely okay with losing because it, you know, and it's I'm definitely okay with Clemson because they've not been here in a long time. I'm glad it. I'm, I'm glad it's not Ohio State. I'm glad <laughs> it's not Oregon. I'm glad it's not another SEC team. Hey, Oregon's never been there. I, I don't care. I'm glad it's not. I'm pretty sure they're never going to be there either. No. Uh, yeah, no. And and Tom is a is a good person. Uh, Andrew, you're a good person too. But you've, <laughs> you've you've already had your your taste of the championship. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with Tom and the Clemson Nation having a national championship. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I just don't want to get blown out. Also, Dabo would be more likely to leave to go to Bama if if he's already won a national championship at Clemson. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean. Soybean wind. Today is Saban's 10th anniversary since that first press conference. So I can't imagine how many more years he might have left. He's in his 70s, right? 
No, he's past sixty-five. He's he's between right. sixty-five and seventy. Hey, he can get on Medicare now. All good. All right. I don't think he needs to. The, so we all know Saban's scared shitless, so that's why he fired Kiffin, so then they have an out for when they lose, he, which is, hey, we didn't have our offensive coordinator. He plans like that. There you go. And he's always in that kind of manic, scared. I, I just imagine thing. he's just sitting in his chair with like a Dr. Pepper and like a moon pie, and he's just like rubbing his hands going, oh, what can we do? <laughs> I'm sure he's used all of his, like 30 of his graduate assistants to be reviewing every single uh, tape yeah. of every game Clemson's he, played for like the past he, three years. He, he's gone back to like 1992 Alabama watching Dabo Sweeney play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, okay. Well, I guess that covers cool. the Alabama side of the fence. Um, yeah, I'm not going to make any type of prediction. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I feel good, but I don't want to make a prediction because I, I don't know. I, I think, Lock of the century, Clemson wins. Oh man, come on! Don't you want to see us win? I, I feel yes. better about. I truthfully, I feel better about our Alabama defense than last year's Alabama defense. The only reason I want Clemson to win is so some maybe some of those Bama lifelongers will disappear for a bit. <laughs> I want Clemson to um, win because anything good for another SEC team is bad for for my team. So understandable you guys get on national championship you claim it it's all one right yeah no your sec it if just it's not my more. team it doesn't matter wait so. we forgot to talk about the most egregious thing in the clumsy Ohio state game where one of our players got the yeah, prostate yeah. exam <laughs> can we right. finish this first we're already moved on we can go back let's I'm go back. give my take on this game let's go back to the baby we got back <laughs> okay all right Curtis Samuel's got some fingers up his butt or maybe grabbed his balls. I'm not sure which one actually happened. I think it was the taint. The the, the most like ignored <clears throat> part of the human body? Yeah. He's just giving it some love. But Clemson told us, though, that's just that's just horsing around. It's just locker room talk. They do it it's all the time. They do that. They're going around sticking three, four, sometimes seven fingers up each other's taints in the locker no, room. No, we learned that four is too many. <laughs> yeah, four is too many, man. You got to just stick four to two. Three or many. less. It's three or less. Yeah. Curtis Samuel <laughs> tweeted after that game that if he felt that he would have been ejected. <laughs> I can't tell if he was saying that jokingly or if he was like legitimately upset. Uh, well, you, coming out losing 33-0, he was probably upset legitimately and then was probably upset about that too. I'm, guy's poking in the taint. So he couldn't, so he didn't, you know, so I guess he didn't grab very deep. I have to imagine like uh-huh. with, with getting like hit and tackles and, and your bones probably like just hurt all the time that like something like that i don't know i don't think you're getting hit in the taint that often and the hilarious <laughs> thing is everyone's like you know stuff like this happens in the piles all the time but he wasn't in a pile he walked up to him laying yeah. down and just like no, no, no. I, right yeah. in there yeah yeah like even Martin, if you're in a pile you're like poking eyes and like punching dudes in the kidneys in the pile but you don't just walk up with like there's no pile even exists and you're just like yep just here's here you go just yeah, uh well, checking the oil yeah, I was watching like an ESPN thing, and I think Mark Schlereth, who's a longtime NFL player, I think a defensive lineman, basically the same, said the same thing. Oh, everything can go, but it's got to be in the pile. You can't just do it like not in the pile. There's a time and a place. There's, there's a time that and type place, of behavior. Is a horrible thing to actually say <laughs> in today's world. Because, oof. Yeah. It, I think. It, it's, I, it's like it's on the cusp of becoming like a bigger story, maybe. 
Oh, now it is because Bullware couldn't shut his big mouth. Exactly. That was a really strange. I was reading that and I was like, this is bad. I cannot believe you doubled down on this. I feel like Dabo would have been like, all right, if they asked, just be like, I don't know. You need to talk to him about it or like say no comment or, you know, he's like the Bama thing where he's three. It was at media day. So I don't know if Dabo was elsewhere fielding questions. And because I'm sure if he overheard it, he would have stopped it. But you feel like the PR team Mm. would have like told all the players there at media day, like, don't. Like, let's not talk about this. We don't need this distraction. We don't need this thing right before the biggest game we've played. Yeah, they might have. Bullware might have just not thought. It's, well, it's he a, makes terrible decisions down. like that terrible beard. So that beard is glorious. All it's right. Awful. You could talk about you can talk about beards pretty great the things that he says being really stupid. But the, that beard is glorious. Yeah, yeah I do have to say that enough on his face. I, I don't know if Dabo is the, the best person to uh, to to <laughs> uh, critique. Bullware on yeah. on what isn't a good thing to say to the media. To be honest, he had yeah he had yeah. a bad he had a bad uh, maybe choice of words is the best we can say. I don't know, yeah, horrible opinion maybe. It was interesting. Of, uh, something. It, um, Look yeah. it up. It's it's it was a few months ago, I think. Yeah, Bullware saying that though, I was just like, he just kind of kept on going in the um. Yeah, in the in the comment, like that statement just kept gone, kept on going, and it could have just you know say a simple no comment. Um, this is the same way Trump got elected. Yeah, it's true. I'm sure people liked it. I didn't. I did not care for it. The only part that was funny was when he was uh, shitting all over South Carolina. Like the uh, like the press conference with the Alabama players, I think yesterday after the Kiffin thing was like maybe put to bed by Saban. Yeah. What, what, what was it like? You could hear the the PR the, people like whispering whisp- the answers yeah. they're supposed to say, and it's like one, two, three word statements. Yeah. Like on message or nothing. Well, it goes back to Saban's mantra of one team, one voice. So it's how he operates, where he's the only one essentially going out there and talking. Everybody else is just reinforcing that opinion. He's also the only one that would bring in fake news and put on the billboards. Yeah. About national media. Nas- na- national media, like, says yeah. Alabama's defense isn't the greatest. Oh, are we going to talk about that? That's fine. Are you guys no, uh, that was, yeah. are the victims? That's actually old news, but that's... It was funny. I was alluding to someone acting like the victim uh, in the thread. Hmm. All right. Um, people are disrespecting Bama, you know. Anyway, was, yeah. was it that one? Yeah. I feel like that pretty much covers the uh, preview for this week. Uh, Tom, you're you're going down for yeah. The game, I guess though. it covers it because you guys cut me off to talk about last week. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> okay, your team's ahead. poking people in the taint. We ain't got time to talk about you. This is what we get. This is your punishment. All We're right. Talk about people getting poked in the taint. Okay. Right. Andrew, uh, who is Jalen Holmes? Defensive end. That's the guy okay, who said he's uh, come back. I just saw a comment. I was like re- refreshing. Right. Yes. Big Ten or SEC? Okay. All right, Tom, go ahead. Oh, no, it's past. It's already too late. You All right, Tom. To I'm Tom. I think Clemson wins by 30 points. Man. 10 he years ago. I don't know how it's going to go, but I do think that our defensive line um, is going to give. Uh, hurts some problems. And uh, from what I've seen, his stats while under pressure this season are very not good. 
there was a great stat that uh, I just saw on the college college football room or whatever on Twitter that uh, 15 of the 17 interceptions Watson's thrown have been not under pressure. They're yeah. just like his telegraph, like this is the this is where I throw it now. The issue with uh, Clemson is, and I don't want to say because he he's made some bad decisions, but it's a lot. The offense is a lot of timing uh, routes, and he doesn't a lot of it. He just throws the ball, and he trusts that the receiver will be there. Um, kind of like the first interception he threw, where uh, Mike Williams fell down in the uh, Ohio State game, and then you know a pick is there. The second pick uh, he threw against Ohio State, I don't really care. It was most. It was basically a punt anyway. So whatever. But yeah, it's kind of funny that he actually throws better when he's under pressure. Silence. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was going back. I, I, I could remember a, a place where I could find the whole Jalen Hurts, pressure, no pressure, and all that. There's like four lines. Uh, the difference between plays with no pressure, plays under pressure, when not blitz, and when blitz. And it's, it's still confusing to me. Uh, his rating is obviously the worst when plays under pressure. And it's like 122 plays out of 422. So it's like a quarter of the time, which I don't think is good. But he has a pretty good rating when blitz. So I don't know. Yeah. It's mind, mind, uh, my mind is kind of working fast of my mouth. I'm sorry. Does the under pressure ones count? Like if you're blitzed and under pressure, or is it blitzed and under that, pressure I, is different I, than I, under pressure with a four man rush? I'll, I'll link it to you. Hold on. Oh, I'm just gonna have some dead air here. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Man, that rating when under pressure is bad. Yeah, the others are good. Or, yeah, this NFL quarterback. So I think what's the NFL high? Like one. What's perfect? The QBA NFL rating. Right? I think it's like yeah. one eight, one eighty two, isn't it? I thought it was I think, lower. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't remember. They've changed it like four I, times. Yeah. I'm just. I'm thinking like ninety two, one thirteen, one oh eight for the other times is okay. Versus thirty eight, it's like a, a huge drop. I'm just trying to how this thing works. How does I don't understand how it works if you're... Because uh, basically, he's blitz 132 times, and he's got a rating of 108. But plays right. under pressure is 122 times, which is 10 plays less than blitz, and it's like 38%, or 38 QB rating. That's so, crazy that he's taken 21 sacks when under pressure. So, I mean, I guess it just comes up to with... Um, what he does when he gets pressured. If he can run or take a sack, it's actually better than interceptions. It, everything is better than interceptions. That is true. These are some really interesting. Uh, it's. That's... I, I'll I'll probably put it like I don't know if it was on the New York topic, but it's like one through twenty, like twenty different little stats for the this, this game, and it's some positives for both teams and it's pretty good uh just overall look at the game yeah like mike williams is ranked by the way i don't think you've been talked about mike williams who will probably be the most important player for clemson's offense yeah i think if you guys man up against him um 
you're going to have issues. I mean, Ohio State has. I don't know if they if you guys believe they have the better uh, secondary than Alabama. Or I mean, not, they'll but... say they'll say yes. We'll say no. It, yeah, it's they're both pretty close. They're both you know college elite if that means anything. Yeah, Mike Williams had an amazing like high pointed catch against uh, one of their DBs in which he I thought he was covered really well, but he caught it basically like over his head. Um, it was pretty pretty impressive. So I. I think if you guys do single coverage on him, it's gonna you're gonna have some issues. But I, I don't I don't know. I mean, all, I mean, all I can think I'm, of with like cornerbacks and 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 going literally like measurements. Uh, we've got two pretty large size in height cornerbacks. Marlon Humphrey's like six one six two, which is tall for a defensive yes. back. Uh, it, it's still shorter than Mike Williams, but it's not like a five eleven guy versus six four. It's, yeah, Mike Williams can jump though. That's that's the thing. That's, yeah. Um. So, and so it, but you know, like, and then the issue also is like if you, you know, cover him with the safety over top, then it opens up. Well, not only that, but you guys generally do man, and if you're not leaving an extra guy in the box, it's probably going to give Watson running lanes. So, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting because last year, you know, Clemson didn't have Mike Williams. Clemson didn't even have Deion Kane, who was suspended for the playoffs. So. Um, they have both of them back this year, um, yeah. so um, be interesting. But I, uh, I feel more comfortable with like Reuben Foster. Like it seemed yeah. like he was kind of pressed into that game a little bit more than like last year because you had Reggie Ragland who didn't really match up well in a spread defense system because mm-hmm. he's a larger, slightly slower linebacker. Reuben Foster isn't. Reuben Foster is a crazy man who runs at like four four. And doesn't care about his own life or anyone else's. But then, if you leave Reuben Foster into spy, who covers uh, Jordan Leggett, uh, the tight end, who's probably really like big. Rash- I don't know if Rashawn Evans can do it, but Rashawn Evans is also a supreme athlete. Who actually he might he he spied Watson a good bit last year, I think, in, in place of Reuben Foster. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's. I think we've Maybe said about as much board. as we can. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could keep rambling. Andy's bored. We need to move on. Well, I'm talking about Georgia. We're I'm looking at the time Rainbow here. Siege. I'm looking at the time here. Okay. So, uh, Tom, okay. you, you got your uh, tickets and your hotel reservations, everything ready to go? No tickets yet. It's just my hotel reservation. We're waiting to hear back from someone on face value tickets um, so that I do not have to pay three grand to go to a football game. Sure. Um, like I saw pool. that the, um, I saw that the cheapest um, hotel in the Tampa area for this weekend is $110 at a clothing optional hotel. So I saw that too, but I uh, did not pick that hotel. Oh, okay. Shame. I was hoping you'd have some great stories for us when you came back. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. I don't think that the type of people you'd want to be there would be the type of people that would I mean, be there. Eight, eight ball would be there. I mean, Bama yeah, fans. Eight ball will probably be there. Doing coke <laughs> off some like old Russian lady's tits. <laughs> oh man! I, and here Wait. I am. I think I don't. I don't think I've like cursed at all. I was hoping for no expli- explicit. I mean, Russian tits. That might get it. Yeah, I think we're there already. Uh, I'll just yeah. take we the box again. Talking about dimples earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we discussed the taint in depth. So yeah. I don't know what yeah. else you want from me. 
Yeah, we already talked about the taint, so. Anyone see that Mr. Show skit about taints? That was funny. Mm, no. No? Have not. Um. Yeah, I guess that pretty much covers it for the um thing here. I don't know if we need to pick our... I don't think we need to... Do we need to do a pick? Just a straight-up pick, or are we just going to... See what happens. Yes, just go real quick. You guys can pick. All right. Clemson. Um, Clemson by seven. Man. Who do I want to win? Clemson. Who do I think is going to win? Actually, Clemson this year. Close. You guys have all jinxed us. Sorry. It's okay. Um, you going to pick your own game? Hell no, I'm abstaining. All right, uh, Mike. I generally, I I have picked Alabama games before, but generally, I think it's it's rare that we actually get challenged in a game, and so I'm abstaining too. So. Okay. All right. Well, the two that did pick this week picked Clemson. So, sorry, Tom. Talk of the week. I will say that the Talk last the week, six week, games week, week, that we've been underdogs in, we've gone on five and one, but. Five and one? five and one, meaning that we actually won five 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 out of six. Obviously, the sixth being the national championship last year, but we did cover all six. Just you're just lucky that that Mike didn't pick because he probably would have if he would have picked Clemson. He had, didn't have a winning record. Oh no, he got to five hundred. So never mind. So it's yeah, it'd be actually not picking saves me from like going under five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Because we didn't pick any of the bowl games, surprisingly. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to the questions. Questions. Okay, quick, get to the questions. I think someone added one since I think earlier. Yeah. Okay, we'll go this quick. Worst sports loss your teams have suffered. Worst sports loss your teams have suffered. We've I don't, done I don't that know if that's that chief. You? Yeah, we did that one. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Michigan State for me last year because that team was really good, the high State team, and I'm sad about it. I mean, I guess we could do an update for you for, for Andrew. Thirty-one. Andrew, do you want to make? Do you want to do an update? No. I, so everyone was trying to talk about like, is this the worst bowl loss or whatever? I still think forty-one fourteen versus Florida was worse, but maybe that's because I was there. Yeah, I think maybe if you it, flew all the way out to Arizona, which a lot of Ohio State my fans did. parents were out there. Well, think <laughs> Urban Meyer is the reason you had both the worst. Yes. Although I still feel uh, the Florida game because I was this year, like I said, I'm not disappointed because of that. The Florida one because we had that team had tons of talent. They had like Troy Smith, Ted Ginn, Antonio well, Gonzalez. That team. I don't know insane. if Troy Smith is talent. Troy Smith was a a good college quarterback. All right, I, I'll uh, I'll throw out as a reminder. I know you're not like a complete asshole Ohio State fan, but over the years since 2014, I've, I've constantly kind of heard you know. That game against Ohio State and Alabama, yeah, that was an ass whooping, which was like a seven point game. This, my friend, was an ass whooping. <laughs> Indeed. So there was my worst loss. There was my worst loss. lost. Are we are we doing this again? Like all of us? Okay, I, don't, I mean, I, mine hasn't I gave my changed, update. So okay, mine hasn't yeah. changed. Mine hasn't uh, changed. Next question: Why does Michigan suck? Because they do. They do. because they're they're arrogant uh, Walmart Wolverines. <clears throat> I will say, uh, I think the reason that I dislike them the most is, is their fans are generally pretty insufferable. The, their fans are much better when their team sucks because they're, they're just not around. 
at least our shitty fans actually used to go to Ohio State when it was easy to get into. <laughs> it um, does help knowing that, like, I think their entire team more or less is starting starters. They ha- their fans have Nebraska problems where they think that they're relevant. They're just not really. I mean, it was the Alabama's problem for years, too. So. Okay. Okay. Ne- next question. Uh, Why is Clemson so progressive compared to other Southern schools? Well, you know, we got Dabo, and you don't get any more progressive than that. For sure. They um, got a hill that makes me feel like a player's going to tear his Achilles every time they run down it. Someone's had to get injured on that before. I told you, like, we had a, I think it was a long snapper oh, broke yeah, his yeah. leg. Yeah. That was, like, 15 years ago. So it's been a while. I think uh, Bulwer, Bulwer uh, demonstrated that uh, male sexuality is definitely embraced in the Clemson football yeah, program. It's very progressive to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whether they wanted it or not. Yeah. Grab them in the taint. So uh, last question from uh, MRE is, did Urban eat Mystery. any Papa John's? No, <laughs> I almost said out. that. Uh, did he eat any Papa John's after the Clemson game? Just um, in and out. Tons and tons of animal style fries. So right. in, in and out, like out of the playoffs? Or in and yeah, out. we were in, then we were out. So he we went in and out. And then later on, back at the hotel, he, you know. Because I mean, we have evidence. There's a Papa John's like right down the road. Yeah, it was very close. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have delivered to the stadium if he wanted it. Like a block Interesting away. story. After after we lost in uh, in Arizona last year, I went to In-N-Out after. It was very, very disappointing. <laughs> it's not as good as people say it is, but it's, it's like... It's fast no. food. You can't expect like the world's best burger, but fast food is good. No, I mean, it's it's worse than what it gets compared to all the time, which is Five Guys, like way oh, worse. Oh, it's five better guys. than Five Guys. No, it is not better than Five Guys. I think the burgers are better than Five Guys, but the fries are not as good. Yeah, that's true. Unless I you get the fries like animal style. True. I like the burgers better. No, minutes. five guys, soggy buns, can't deal with it. Do you get the double double when you went to In and Out? You're getting the you're getting the wrong buns then. Oh, I went with a friend who told me he knew exactly what to get if I uh, In and Out, and I can't remember what it got because you we get a double double and animal yeah. style fries. Wait, which has the bad buns? I thought you were talking about five guys. Are you talking about In and Out buns? Well, five guys got the bad buns. They get all soggy. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, you must have just. I mean, like any place, you got bad experience. Although those hot dogs are real good at Five Guys, but they're also like nine dollars. I think I've never seen I've never seen anyone get a hot dog. I think it was it's speaking good. of bad experiences. That that was Tom's only experience at cookout. <laughs> no, I've been to cookout more than once. Okay, it's never been. cookout is uh, way worse than everything. And Andrew said it correctly. If you're getting that much food for five dollars, it's probably not going to be good. <laughs> no, I can tell you, it's 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 bad for you. I, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You gotta put it this way: for five bucks, it's it's a lot of oh, yeah. like decent food. Like you could do it, a whole lot worse. Call it decent. It, it was not like it, I remember. I got the burger and the bun was bigger than the patty, and I was like, "This is already super disappointing." See, that, shit in your mouth just, for five bucks, Andy. <laughs> <I> mean, it, <laughs> sounds like a good deal. Tasted, <laughs> cook, cookout tasted pretty good today when I ate it for lunch. No See, poking my tank while you're up there. <laughs> Maybe they're late night, like three fingers slacking, because that's when I, that's the last time I cook out was. Uh, it was after the Clemson South Carolina game, so it had to have been around midnight. But it was not good at midnight. Hmm. At least it's not the the monstrosity that's Jack in the Box's tacos that they put a slice of American <laughs> cheese inside. God, no! <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten a Jack in the Box. You're not missing anything. 
It's like I, it's like Hardy's Hardy's uh, burger menu, but like Del Taco tacos and stuff. If you've ever had Del Taco, I also have not had Del Taco. <clears throat> You're not I, missing much I, there either. I remember a Del it's Taco okay. as a kid, but I think they're all closed on the west, the east coast. They are, yeah. I, like I, we had west one coast. as well. Uh, and I, I can I, I can find one Jack in the Box here. I've never been to it. Well, you should go and report back next week. Nope. There's one near Clemson, but I've never. Oh, robot. Been great area of this city. What? So. Having some technical difficulties here. Hold on. He said, hold up. Hold up. All right. All right. Don't know. Is there any recording? Okay. Yeah, I'm still good. All right. So, Jack in the Box, give us an update next week. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. How's that? They have a clown mascot. They do have a clown mascot. All right. So, I guess that answers the Papa John's question, but doesn't really. It just brought up a whole other thing. Uh, Last one. There is what? Oh, you got it. El Chino. Yeah, go ahead. You got it, Mike. All right. Big 10 or SEC? Who's better right now? Neither. They both suck. I was going to say the question should be who's less worse. Uh, The SEC is slightly better, but the Big 10 is really bad. And the SEC is average at best right now. Here, look at it this way, Andrew. SEC is probably better overall as a conference. However, they do have the worst division in Excuse the Power me. Five. Week in, week out, we were just fighting each other. We get so beat up by bowl season, you know, we didn't even want to. <laughs> like, since none of our teams even played Bama, none of them even showed up. We didn't want to be there. That's why Ohio State sucked. We wanted to play Bama. We were so disappointed we didn't get to play Bama. Hold on. Let, let, let's, talk about the, let's talk about the worst division in college football. Who just had... Yeah. Georgia won their bowl game. Tennessee won their bowl game. Florida go. just beat the crap out of a. We're defending Tennessee right now. Indirectly. I'm just. I'm just saying. How did South you Carolina are. and Kentucky do? Oh, they Kentucky did awful. Kicked in the ref's door, and, and so. I'm sure. I'm assuming the rest of the division didn't even go to the to the bowl season. <laughs> I think Vandy went and they lost, didn't they, to like a really bad yeah. team? Forget what it was. They lost to I, who? Did they lose to? I feel it was like a military. Hold on. I thought it was an ACC school. And built NC State forty-one to seventeen. Although Florida somehow looked like they had an offense, but that was also versus Iowa, who doesn't have an offense. So just by comparison's sake, I mean, and yeah, somebody had to win. Game was a bad loss, but the worst loss in the conference was Arkansas. That's true, but at least they're not in the bad division. Mississippi State loss was really bad too. Auburn's wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah, SEC West, man. Am I right? We didn't even talk about Musburger. All right. Oh, the you didn't see that? That was pretty good. Oh yeah, the mixing thing. We didn't even talk about the sugar bowl. (laughs) There's not much to talk about, really. To be honest, that was after. That's after the game. We didn't even talk about you know everyone saying it's now the greatest Rose Bowl ever. 
Except that they're forgetting that the Texas USC game was the Rose Bowl. That Rose Bowl was really good, though. It was. I still think it was better than the national championship. Only because it's a national championship. Yeah. Not one of the best non national championship Rose Bowls. It was good. It was really good. It was good. I mean, 2005 or six had the best ending, you know, that final play and all, but But, there were some bad issues. But anyway. If we want to touch on the Sugar Bowl real quick, I can wrap it up in about 10 or 15 seconds. Um, Oklahoma oh, destroyed. Yeah, Oklahoma destroyed Auburn. Sean White suffered a broken arm and we tried to play through it. it, and that's pretty much the ball game. Um, John Franklin and, third uh, is still really bad. He tried to throw the ball. Oh, yeah. my hand hurts. But Musburger, Musburger defended Mixon instead and wished him well, and then like everyone got all pissed off, so he came back like a quarter later and like yelled at everyone and scolded them for, for like... He, like double down on it. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, Mushmouth should uh, should not have done that. Um, we had Bobby Bowden's great quote today too. Oh yeah, about wearing the earrings. Yeah, some some about the because players are raised by their moms or something like that. Because they don't have yeah. dads and they're raised by their moms, they just wear earrings. Gosh, Ugh. stop talking, old people. Just he stop. He's really old. Yeah, just yeah. stop talking. Like, I get All that right. he probably thinks uh, crazy things about men that wear wear earrings, but come on. Anyway, that's the um, that's that um, that covers all we the need questions to talk about, on the like, thread. Person interest or CSI or whatever old man show. Watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I started I, watching uh, Person of Interest season two again. I I don't remember where I was when I watched this last time. Maybe five, four or five years ago, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's still pretty good. Um, I'm still entertained by it, and it's kind of it's not super entertaining right now because I've seen all these episodes. Like I, I can kind of remember them as stuff happens, but I feel like I still need to kind of watch it. Otherwise, I would be um, ten years ago. I built a robot you can touch in the taint. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well played. Mike, how's your binge watch of Murder, She Wrote going? <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Matlock? I think he's going to sign off any second now. <laughs> hey, Siri, turn, turn Mike's phone Siri, off. Siri, turn off. <laughs> Crap, my phone <laughs> just came on. <laughs> that is not what that is. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my turn. I've never seen Matlock or Murder, She Wrote. Well, put it on your list. It's up next. Hey, Siri, is Murder, She Wrote on tonight? I'll, I'll you ask if it's, if it's on Netflix. She wrote, I'll help <laughs> nice. All I can remember what Mercy wrote was the time when they put on VR glasses onto the lady. And she had the little VR gloves. And this is like in the 80s. What? That was actually an uh, episode? That, yeah, she had the Nintendo you've glove? The, you've seen the picture, right? It's like her with like. Yeah, it's probably the like power glove. On and, and like, yeah, power gloves or something. Check Siri. See if Siri Mercy wrote VR. See, I'm not actually doing Siri. I was wanting you to do Siri. Oh, uh, I googled it. It's pretty good. <laughs> nice. All right. Everyone um, else can Google. It. Just do Murder She Wrote VR in Google. Yeah, you can even do this at home if you want to uh, follow yeah, play along, along with, us. with us. all two of you. When you hear the beep, turn the page. Um, okay, so yeah, and then um, Andrew finally bought Siege for good. Shit. 
on PC. Everyone's buying Diablo, right? Yes, Diablo. Hitman. I already have Hitman on PC. I need to get back to it. I've played like eight hours probably in the last week. It's fun. I like it. Yeah, he's um, uh, Siege is what he's talking about. And one of his uh, coworkers got it and uh, played it. And it was... um, we we started out a little rough the other day, and uh, by the end of the night was like the two of them were not were no longer. I, I didn't feel like I needed to really walk them through everything, even though I didn't really probably need to let them walk them through it, anything. I probably should have just let them figure it out for themselves. No, well, okay, here wait. Here's the thing: <laughs> if you're gonna get siege, you literally need to play with someone who's played before because that game will chew you up and spit you out in about three seconds. Because it it's so frustrating first start because you don't know how to play, you don't know the maps, and then it's all like one round you die, and then you're dead till everyone else dies. Yeah, so I... Die in the first 10 seconds, you're just sitting there all pissed off. Well, if off you don't it. have somebody like me to walk you through it, and I, I do think that, that that is helpful because that happened to me on uh, PS4. Like I had a bunch of people to walk me through it, and if I had just jumped in, I don't know if I would have stuck with the game, honestly, because it's... um. People have been playing it for a long time. I mean, it, it would be like jumping into... um. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess it'd be kind of like jumping into Dota at this point. Um, you know, it, it would be kind of intimidating. But the um, no, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no. Okay. Dota is way more intimidating than I would think any other game. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was just saying, trying, trying to come horror, up with another um, horror stories of Dota. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, the the different rankings in um, in Dota can be. Can be pretty hard to maintain or to to attain. Siege has has those rankings as well, and thankfully we were getting matched up with some people of similar skill levels. So towards the end of the night, stuff started to go pretty well, and uh, Andrew's gotten gotten pretty de- decent at it. I think map knowledge. I put the thing so, on walls that shoots grenades into the rooms, and then they blow up. Yeah, his favorite character is Fuse. That yeah, he um, basically um. Yeah, you stick something on the on the outside and pop a fuse. They're cheap and, kills, it's great. Yeah, it's basically cheap cheap kills that. Um, if oh, I was like using the uh, grenade guy in uh, Overwatch. Uh, Junkrat. <laughs> yes, Junkrat's also my favorite character in Overwatch. Yeah, so also not super surprising. <laughs> fuse Fuse basically punishes people for all staying in the same room, like on the objective. So basically, he just goes up to the. Andrew just goes up to the room, sticks his thing on there, and uh, yeah, pops it. And uh, stick it right in there. Stick this thing right on it there. Makes a hole. It explodes some stuff out the end. That's right. Do you use four fingers? It shoots four things out. He usually uses five fingers Gross to, to put it on there. Yeah. There you go. Um, anybody else got anything video game, TV show wise? Mm, Hitman. No. I know Mike's been, been playing Hitman, Hitman. yeah. Mike's been yep. playing Hitman, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, becoming, I'm, I'm becoming really good at like throwing ass people. I saw. I watched, <laughs> him, I watched him the other day fail at a mission really bad. I, I watched him go just straight up Rambo on one of the targets, like just whip out the SMG and, and just shoot shoot some people, and then just go off the <laughs> side of the building down like a drainage pipe thing. And I was like, wow, that is not even like I, I wouldn't even think of playing this game that way. But I mean, I, I suppose that you could do that. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Did, did, right did now, you? I think the game's. I think right now I've got the game pause. I'm trying to feed a guy like poison spaghetti. So. Nice, mom spaghetti. It's it's not quite as thrilling. Meatloaf. As an egg, so, so. 
Mom, meatloaf. Um, okay. Uh, Tom, you got any games? Are you still just playing the taking care of your kid game? Oh, no, I mean, I play, I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft still. So that's mm. about it. A little bit of Dota, but not really. And I actually, I got um, the only two games I bought, I think, during the Steam sale. I got uh, Arkham Origins and Arkham Knight. They're both really cheap, and I started playing Arkham Origins. It's pretty, pretty, pretty fun so far. I, I know people give that game kind of a bad go. You know, it, I liked it. I mean, it, I don't think it was quite as good as like the first two. I don't know. I thought yeah. all the Arkham it, games it was, were good. It was, it was, it was solid. I mean, I paid four dollars for it, so for four dollars, it's pretty, pretty good. I feel like from 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 memory, I think it might have had like the best of detective. Yeah, the detective stuff, stuff uh, which was not in the other games, I don't feel like where you have to like re not rebuild much. the yeah. Well, they, I don't think any of them had like the rebuilding of the crime scenes, uh, which I think is kind of neat. So. I think no, yeah, you're right. You're, I, I was I was about to say I thought City might have, but it might not have nearly as much. You could you had like the detective vision where you could find things, but like the like in this one, I think you recreate crime scenes, which I thought uh, was kind of. Like, I think I remember one where like a helicopter crashes and you're like trying to find like the rotors and the and you're tracking it down like a tower and, you know. and, this, thing, and this one I, I just started so I haven't gotten very far. Spoilers. The, the big problem oh, with all the all the Arkham games are those games look so good and then you spend eighty percent of the time in detective vision and it looks like <laughs> ass. True. Yeah. True. I I um sorry I lost my train of thought there I I have that game on PS4 and uh, haven't finished it Arkham Knight or Arkham Shocker. Origins um Knight's somewhere you're in the car you get the car yeah Knight. I haven't started Arkham Knight yet I wanted to finish Origins first Arkham Knight is the one that I have I, I got not, good. I, I got Arkham Knight too it was six dollars so I I bought it yeah. plus I I heard they fixed the PC problems so we'll see. Yeah, I, I bought it on PC. Or I'm sorry, I didn't buy it. I bought a video card and it came with it. Yeah, it and, seemed a little um, rough when it came out. I remember it, it had rough. some... Uh, they gave refunds to everyone. Yeah, I it was think, it was really think, in bad shape on the PC. The thing is, I think because I got it with the video card, it doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, you can't get a refund on a free game, obviously. Yeah. So, didn't get that. But, oh, well. Uh... I remember it being pretty good. But yeah, I'll get to it. It's one of those I games see. where I'm like, well, I'll wait till I build my new computer. That way I can yeah. run it nice. When are you doing that? Do you know? Uh, I was going to wait because I think during CES, the new um, Intel chips are being announced. And then I think the NVIDIA 1080 Ti's I might have already been announced late in the evening now. But yeah, I was waiting for the new stuff. Um, so hopefully by the end of the It'll actually be probably when I get my bonus or and or my tax returns. So great. Nice. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up for uh this week. So we will see what happens between uh Clemson uh Tigers and um uh, Alabama. Roll tide on that A. Let's see. Go Tigers. How many Tigers has Alabama played this year? Two, Oof. probably. Two. Auburn, four Tigers men, two. LSU. Unless you guys played Missouri. Yeah, did you Missouri, play Missouri? LSU, Auburn. Yeah. Auburn has all the mascots. 
This will be yeah. your third. Okay, West, Western Kentucky is not Chattanooga. Who the hell knows? Hilltoppers. Right? And yeah, Western Kentucky is. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, <laughs> good luck to both teams. May the best man win. Hopefully it's Clemson. Yeah. Or six. <laughs> I hope so too. One of these years I'll be an asshole. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it'll be this one. Yeah. It's gonna be a long time before you get to sit back and just enjoy other teams playing for a national championship, I think. I mean it's probably it's probably time to like start actually worrying about like winning games. I almost feel like, like um I almost feel like Mike would almost win. enjoy the game more if it was somebody somebody else's team other than his own. I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, if my own team was in it, I would be a nervous wreck. I'd probably have to take some kind of like um antidepressants or something. I, I don't felt even know. Last year the drinking uh, helped. To, <clears throat> or that too. To yeah. Take the edge off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of these days, right? It didn't help me. Mike doesn't do that though, so Yeah, I suffer like He's going to get a dimple of liquor. (laughs) (laughs) Going to go to the liquor store and be like, "Uh, hello, sir, can you make sure I have enough for a couple dimples of liquor? Yeah. What'd you say to me? Hmm? Hmm? All right. What? Shut her down. Let's shut this thing down. We're done here. We're done here. Thanks for listening. Do we need to do our outros? I don't know. No. Um, Not a kiss. You know how we are. Andrew, Tom, Andy, Mike, and we will oh, see you sometime. I know what Dimple was. Dimple is actually a brand of whiskey. I'm sorry. There Man. you go. A dimple, a dimple. <laughs> there you go. So we will see you sometime. Maybe next week we might run a post-national championship thing. We shall see. If not, we will see you soon. Later. For like how much of a glass? Like yeah, is it a, a pinch or a dimple, or, or is it? No, a yes, for fingers. Wait, is it dimple? <laughs> I've heard. Dimple, like, you do the measurement. As, as someone that doesn't drink, you know, you pick up lingo. So was uh, I've never heard of dimple. Was I've was Wilkins or whatever his name was? Was he just telling the guy he wanted four fingers of whiskey? Something. Yeah. For some reason, it thought, it popped in my mind when you, when we were talking about four fingers deep, like. <laughs> You're not wrong. What is, if, if, if it's what? like fingers of alcohol, what is it like? Almost a full glass or something like? No, you pour the fingers. You wrap your hand around the glass yeah, and you yeah, say, "Pour my fingers." Three fingers, two fingers. Yeah, it's usually like two and, or three. And big, big dude, his fingers are like like four of his fingers are probably like five and a half of mine. Anyway. Well, there we go. How do we could get that out yeah. there? Yeah. 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 I, hey. A random thought popped in my head. I can just not talk. So. And now we're going to save it for the end of the podcast. Yeah. All right. So let's Actually, get started. no, you can't. Can't. You can't. Yeah. I can't. Can't. Nope. You can't. All right. Foot down. Nope. <laughs>